0: This is Fearless Beauties, a podcast dedicated to developing voices of color in the beauty industry. We are talking to estheticians, skin specialists, and business owners to uncover best skin practices, tactical career tips, and ultimately, how we can create a better beauty industry together. I'm your host, Mary Nielsen. And I'm your other host, Taylor Phillips. We're so excited to be back after our holiday break, although we did have one episode recorded before the break. But now we're back and I'm so excited to bring Alina onto the show because Alina is one of the original Fearless Beauties. Way back, I don't know, probably three or four years ago when Fearless Beauties was just being born, Alina was part of the task force that got together and did the research on caring for different skin types. And so Alina's come full circle. She left Spectrum, but now she's come back and she's now an educator on our team. And I'm just so excited to have her join us. And she, you're going to hear more and more from her with all of our episodes because she is going to become a big part of this podcast. So Alina, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, sure. Thank you so much, Mary. I am, I am just... Over the moon, so excited to be a part of this podcast and all the things that Fearless Beauties is about. I am a Spectrum alumni. I've been a licensed esthetician for close to 10 years and a certified advanced esthetician for the last four. So, yeah, so happy to be here. The OG is back. (laughs) That's right. Back and better. Back and better.
2: (laughs) So, today, the three of us are going to be talking about life coaching, which is a trend, I would like to say, trend is like my favorite word, but it's a big industry. Yes, yes. So I'm excited to get into that a little bit. So I think we can kind of start with um, like what everyone thinks life coaching is about. There's a huge difference between coaching and
1: and therapists, right? Coaching is a little bit more like a certification and Helping you achieve your personal goals, your future goals, and you know, kind of more mindset, yeah. Versus maybe a therapist that's licensed and helping with past and present trauma
2: oh, and yeah. more healing and recovery, they, they right? Get in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm hmm. And if anyone is new to the podcast, I am working on my clinical psychology degree, so yeah, I was interning. Yeah, I was interning at a practice and I was counseling my own clients. So when I saw this topic and one of the questions was the difference between therapy and life coaching, I was like, oh, <laughs> there's a difference because you don't want to discredit therapy and what therapy has done. But I think that life coaching has become this like revolutionary thing where I think of it as if someone were to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to therapy, feel like people will automatically be like, oh, are you OK? Is everything OK? But if someone said, oh, yeah, I'm seeing a life coach. Oh, wow. You're getting your things together, aren't you? It feels different when you say it. It seems different. And the culture responds to
0: it a lot differently. I really like that comparison, because I think that is how people think, except that I tend to think when people are like, say, I'm going to a life coach, I'm like, I have such uh, skepticism towards the life coaching profession, because I either know people who have said that they were life coaches, and I look at them and think, what? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um or people who have gone to life coaches and I think have they really helped you cuz I don't I think you're giving them a lot of money but I don't know if it's really helping you.
2: Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think that's the big thing with a lot of industries in the world right now is money. Um and I think that especially where I um did my internship a lot of the clients did not pay for counseling because it was their mission. At that practice, was to offer counseling to people of all incomes, mm. and with self help or with uh, life coaching, you will never see that. You will never see oh, free this, free that. Right. It's always going to be a big investment that you need to make. Yeah. Financial investment. Yeah. Absolutely. We're such
1: a day and age of instant gratification and wanting change now. And I didn't realize, but millennials actually, we have the fastest growing debt. As of 2020, the average consumer has about $27,000 in non-mortgage debt. It's so
2: easy to get a credit card. Like you really don't have to have an income anymore. Well, um, this yeah. is
0: going to be my plug for Taylor and Taylor Budgets because oh, yes. you are a millennial. If yes. you are a millennial <laughs> and you're struggling with getting your finances under control, don't hire a life coach. Check out Taylor Budgets in her YouTube yeah. channel because she has got, and it's free. It's free, and she is just offering this because she's found the secrets to helping people get out of debt. So that's my plug for that.
2: Oh, thank you cuz you know I wasn't going to do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I didn't plug myself.
0: <laughs> yes. But I want well but back to life coaching is life coaching sort of an an invented privileged white woman problem where she feels like she's not perfect. Yeah. And it's her one more effort to try to fit into a mold or become a certain way because there's a certain picture of how life should be and it's not that way. And Mm -hmm. so this, you're going to spend big dollars to have somebody guide you into making the life that you want.
2: Yes. I'm kind of. But how do you even know it's, I'm sorry, Alina, but how do you know it's the life that you want? I think it's just women seeing what these life coaches have and they're like, hmm, maybe I want that but you don't really know what you want. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think is different between therapy. With therapy, you can that therapist in you will really dig in deep and find the origin of why you are the way you are and try and help you dig out of that hole. I agree, Taylor, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't even know what life coaches do. I've, I've never had one, but I know it's more of like a quick fix type of thing.
1: It feels like a life coach Could be replaced with a mentor and finding Mm -hmm. somebody, you know, if it's career oriented, finding somebody in your field that is doing better than you that you can go to for unsolicited advice, you know, just building a strong tribe and finding mentors, people that are doing better than you that you actually know and can build a personal relationship. I think that is just such a safer, more kind of tangible route than some Instagram famous
2: life coach, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think it's kind of the demographic of women who maybe stay at home moms or just not in their field. A woman who's lonely and just like you said, who needs like that community, who needs a safe space. And I think it's, it's an easier route to go to life coaching than to therapy. So
0: I agree. Well, and do you think the the business of life coaching has grown with COVID and people being more isolated and I think living more in their head? Yeah,
2: and I think with, you know, not to be all morbid, I think that's the word, but there's been a lot of deaths since COVID. It's been over, what, 6 million now? And I think men and women are starting to, to like, oh, Is this my life? Like, I don't want to die and, like, just not have fulfilled what I wanted. I don't want to stay at a job that's making me unhappy, you know? And that's a lot. People are quitting jobs left to right. I see on TikTok all the time, teachers are quitting. Like, more and more teachers are quitting because they're realizing that it's not worth it.
1: There's more.
2: Yep. People are going to creating their own businesses. Like the small business industry is booming. It's like the baby boom. It's like,
0: it's going crazy. But getting some kind of life coach on, so you find some life coach you're following on Instagram because you think they're so cool. You're going to pay your big fees to them. I I got approached by a a life coach. They wanted $20,000 for this exclusivity you know, to to coach me and help me through my, I don't know, whatever, find my manifestations or I don't know. And I just thought, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what are your credentials? How do I know right? How do I know that you, what is your recipe for helping me achieve this success? Or is it just going to be getting on a phone call with you once a week and you're going to be a cheerleader that goes, yeah, you can do it. Um, what's your, what's your way of helping me get to whatever the success level that I'm thinking I need to achieve? What is their credibility? Like Taylor, we know you, you are a mental health therapist because you have the educational background. You've got that education behind you that supports the advice and the guidance that you're giving to people. What does a life coach have?
2: Yeah, a certificate, which (laughs) you can get anywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't want to sound like I'm bashing life coaches because it really helps people. But if we're going to compare it to therapy, there's no repercussions, but there's none. For if your life doesn't go as planned from the advice that a life coach gave you.
1: Yeah, or worse, what if it goes south by following the advice that they
2: gave you? Then what? Investing those thousands of dollars for what? And I was reading an article, I believe like one of the biggest self-help gurus out there, her name is Brooke Castillo, and she owns the Life Coach School. And it said that, because of the pandemic, her company made $37 million. Sheesh. And that, (laughs) and uh, there was, it was funny, I guess this woman who took her class wrote the article. But if you look at her based off what Mary is saying, she is a white woman, blonde hair, just looks successful and put together. And people are attracted to that. We've talked about that many times on our podcast. And that idea of actually having
1: your stuff together versus just looking like you have your stuff together. The
2: author of the article I I read, she took Brooke Castillo's class and Brooke Castillo was nowhere to be found. Like she wasn't in any of the classes when they had their graduation She wasn't at the graduation. I think it was an online graduation. She didn't show up. And she was being coached, not by Brooke Castillo, but by other self-help gurus that Brooke Castillo helped. So she's not even being mentored by the owner. It's like false advertisement. Like you say, oh, I'm going to be your self-help mentor and guru to help you blah 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 but you're not even being helped by her. So that was a huge thing I read like it opened my eyes because when you go to a therapist you're with that therapist and you're going to see that therapist for as long as you want.
0: Well and there's credentials behind it. Somebody who goes like the life coach school well I might open the Mary Nielsen Academy of Life Coaching. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I will make you a life coach, Alina, and I will make you a life coach, (laughs) Taylor. And it's just going to be. And so that's where I think the deception comes in, because people and maybe they just don't do their research enough to if someone is saying, well, I've graduated from the life coaching school or whatever you want to call it they somehow are feeling there's sort of a sense of legitimacy with behind this person that I'm going to. We're really, like you said, Alina, finding a mentor, finding someone that's just doing better than you or is doing something that you aspire to do and just having them willing to to share their tips for success. Right. And a lot
1: of the time it's, in your community, it's closer than you would think. If you
2: look for it, it's there. And I was also thinking about YouTube, how many YouTubers or and even bloggers out there just spit out, you know, advice and they could easily be called life coaches. There are so many life coaches on on YouTube. Mommy coaches, nutrition coaches. I mean, that's all part of life and you get it for free. So you could easily call yourself a life coach. It's it's very simple. And I like to call it YouTube University. You learn a lot from YouTube. <laughs> so true. And it's all so free. True. You can call me I the can, budget
1: um, coach. Whole,
0: yeah. It's very
2: yeah. easy. Definitely. So
0: Well, there and there's so many, I think in the aesthetics world, there's so many esthetician coaches popping up to help you. You know, the six-figure income the seven-figure income there's the, all the different coaches that i see that either want a monthly fee or you can jump on my facebook group join my personal facebook group and i yeah struggle with the credibility of some of these people and i know that sounds really judgmental i think but I guess I'm just being judgmental. I'll just put it out there, right? <laughs> it I think we, we do judgmental. on the podcast. Because <laughs> I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure, are they becoming a coach? You know, they're an esthetician coach. I'm going to help you with marketing or branding or building your business. Is it because you were not successful in your own business? Mm-hmm. Where is your success? Can you show me that success? Or do you just tell me that you had a successful business? also I look at how many years have you been an esthetician? Mm-hmm. How can you, that history and experience I think means something. So when some people are coming out and they're, coach, they're coaching you and they've been an esthetician for three years, how much mm-hmm. experience do you have that you can really guide somebody into being successful? Yet young estheticians who, who I think are struggling, right? They're struggling with getting their business up and going, they end up investing sometimes, making a poor investment or a poor choice in a coach that's really not gonna be helping them, but helping the coaches, bottom line.
2: Right. Oh yeah, it's the coaches making the money. Definitely. And I the the article I was reading, Brooke Castillo, I think it's called the Life Coach School, she graduated so many women to become life coaches. And then they asked, okay, what do we do now?
0: Mm-hmm. And that's the question.
2: Yeah, you go through all the schooling and then and then what? Right. Mm-hmm. Now you have to market yourself. You have to brand yourself. You have to invest a little bit more for websites and merch and all that stuff to um, just make you big. So mm-hmm. it's. It's it's not teaching you everything you need to know. Eh. Right.
0: Well, if somebody was looking for a coach, just to say, not a therapist, but a coach, what kind of things should they be looking for?
2: Hmm. How long they've been in the industry, for sure. I was going to say something so, it sounds so bad, but I guess like the amount of like followers you have, like Instagram followers, because I mean, that's, that's credibility. Like testimonials I would, that's a good one yeah
0: yeah i think testimonials i know i i have been approached again just as a business owner with spectrum where you know, so I can think of two in specifics, like, oh, we'd love to take over your social media. Um, It's going to cost you this much a month. We'll be able to help you with this. And I look and think we have more followers than they do. Mm. You're not going to help me because Mm -hmm. you obviously, if you were building your own brand and were credible, you would have a better following and so i do think taylor i think you're right like looking at what their social well just investigating a little bit of their social media also what is their background i had mary you mentioned spa strong yesterday we kind of touched
1: on spa strong and i dove into her instagram and stuff and it's a couple and the husband was a police officer for years and I don't think he even has a, an esthetician background or license or anything. And so that was kind of like, hmm, that's interesting. How did you guys land on this? <laughs> Going back to the follower thing too, you know, you can buy followers now. And so you gotta kind of, I don't know, go scroll through who are
2: robots and who are real people, oh, yeah. you know, looking for real help. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen um, Instagram pages with tens of thousands of followers. And if you go through their posts, they have like 200 likes. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have 200 likes if you have 50,000 followers. And that's just, you know, digging through. It's not to say that followers are everything, but when you're running a social media brand Mm -hmm. and with life coaches, it's all social media. You you have to have some type of credibility there. People have to be following you, uh, listening to you, taking in your every word, and um, you can see that through likes and comments and stuff like that. Definitely.
0: Well, I think if I was looking, you know, at a coach, I would ask that coach for the names of some people who were who were being coached and just call them. You're being coached by Alina. Can you tell me how she's helped you? Just to, and I think that that coach would be willing to give you the names of people who would who would vouch and validate that they're getting actual help.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one.
0: Yeah, definitely. I don't want estheticians to be spending money on things that aren't going to help their business, and there are so many other resources out mm-hmm. there that aren't going to cost them a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to make sure they're thinking it through before they reach out.
2: Yeah, and I think it's okay to ask for help because there's a lot of businesses that don't have all of the Instagram followers and things like that, but they're really, really dope. Like they're really good at what they do and they just need someone to help them grow and grow their followers. And I think it's also like, hey Mary, do you know anyone that could help me with this? Yeah, I know this person. And by you trusting Mary, you understand that, okay, whoever she's leading me to is pretty good, even if they don't have all of the followers and blah, blah, blah. So. So true. Like, yeah, just
0: asking around, asking people you trust. Mm-hmm. And maybe not getting sucked into, okay, you know how if you look at something on the internet, you happen to look at something and then for weeks afterwards, little ads are popping up all over your, wherever else yeah. you go. Don't, don't suck into that little temptation mm-hmm. that's there because. They do it yeah. for a reason. <laughs> yes. They're doing <laughs> it for a reason. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. So I guess we can talk about the other side of it. So what are signs to look for to make sure that, it's not a scam. I just wrote some down in my notes. I was saying if they put in their advertisement guaranteed anything, mm-hmm. like I guarantee you this, I guarantee you that you'll make a million dollars in a year. Anything guaranteed is a no-no because no one could guarantee you anything really. So
1: Yeah, I agree. I think getting clear on what tools and support you need Um, so that you don't get sucked into an unattainable fantasy kind of thing. But, yeah, you know, when they promise um, incomes or large returns or this proven system, you know, and a lot of the sites that I was looking at do have, you know, success stories and stuff. But, Mary, like you were saying, kind of go into those people's pages and seeing what are they up to, what have they done with the information that they've gotten from from this.
0: yeah go down the rabbit hole a little more um and i also think looking at if there if there is big pressure for money you know big pressure for for sign up now this is the, your only chance we're only oh, we're giving yeah. you this you know offer this one time and you've only got till 24 hours to decide and you're going to miss out and that kind of pressure i just think is a turn off to i would be cautious
1: do you guys think people should be reporting fraud more if they experience it?
0: Yes, but who do you report it to if right. you're a life coach? Who do you report it to the life coach police? There isn't any. I have, um, I've been getting
2: scammers pretend to be me on my YouTube. Oh. Where they're messaging my supporters. Oh. <gasps> They're messaging their Instagram, and they're, so under my comments, like, okay, it's absolutely ridiculous the amount of reporting I've had to do in the last month, but these scammers are creating a profile, a YouTube, with my picture, my name, and commenting under my supporters' comments a number to, like, a WhatsApp, and those supporters are reaching out to me on Instagram saying, hey, is this you, because... I think you told me to go to WhatsApp for a giveaway prize. And I'm like, no, it is not me. And I tell them all the time, like these scammers are really good. And then all I could do is report them, but I'm thinking, where am I reporting them to? Like yeah. every time I report them, they come right back. So what is, is YouTube getting it? Like what is going on? So honestly, I don't know where they go. And it's Hmm. very frustrating. So that's just my experience with it.
0: Well, and that's actually, that's another thing is that make sure if you are um, going to be engaging with the coach, that it's a real coach. That it is the real authentic coach Mm -hmm. and not you're not engaging with Taylor budgets with two S's or Taylor space budgets that you're really engaging with Taylor budgets.
1: Especially if you're investing money. That's a very real
0: danger
2: of like, I would never ask you for any money. Some of the scammers, you know, come to the WhatsApp. Here's an investment opportunity. I will never ask you to give any like, don't I don't even want a dollar. Hmm. So no. But so why do you think scamming is so prevalent in the coaching industry?
0: Probably because it's easy. Right. It's I mean, I don't know how you create these fake identity things but it's probably easy and people people maybe are already vulnerable if you're looking for a coach maybe you're already pretty vulnerable and feeling needy and so you're going to be more vulnerable and be more I don't want to say gullible but you're going to be more believing because because it's what you want right you're looking for what you want
2: yeah and I hate to say the word desperate, but it, it is it is kind of what it is like you're desperate for help and you're you want to get it wherever you can. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and it's like there's no accountability for life coaches like if something goes wrong, then eh, it goes wrong. Mm-hmm. You decided to make that financial investment.
1: I just think navigating the Internet and social media is you just really have to navigate with caution, because you, people can be whoever they say they want to be. And right? Um, I mean,
2: social media is your friend. It's supposed to it's be. It's like the whole catfish <laughs> thing.: Yeah. Like the catfish show, Nev right? And the other person, they go down rabbit holes mm-hmm. to find who that person really is. Do your homework. And um, another question I thought was pretty good was the North American culture. Like why are we, like why is it so easy for us to fall for life coaching?
1: I think maybe just um, the freedom that is portrayed with it and just the lifestyle that is portrayed through social media. It's just, it's enticing.
0: I feel like our culture tells us that we're not okay as we are, Uh. that we have flaws in us, that we're not, there's something wrong with us. Either there's something wrong with our appearance, there's our body, our personality, Mm -hmm. our business, our everything, there's something wrong and we're looking for the fix for it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. There's a lot of comparison too. Comparison, there—that's the word. Compare. We're yeah. comparing. I mean, every industry. I feel like every one of us compares ourselves just a teeny weeny bit mm-hmm. to yes. someone. And that—that that whole FOMO thing, right? Oh like the, yeah, the fear of missing out. Oh yeah, it's it's dangerous. Like it will make you turn your whole your whole career around, and. That's probably not even what you wanted to do because this person is just looking so glamorous and Exactly. On Instagram and TikTok or whatever, oh man, their life must be amazing. I need that. And then you see like months and months down the line that same person does a post, I've been going through depression and anxiety and comparing myself to others and um, I have it really hard. Like, I may present myself as perfect, but I am not perfect. How many times have you seen that? Too like, many. That's what therapy is for.
0: Everybody mm-hmm. needs therapy.
2: <laughs> I agree. You can't you can't go to a life coach and fix that. Right. Gosh. Right. So, yeah.
0: But see, that might be another way to find a good coach is that you've got a coach who's honest, who tells oh, you yeah. when they've yeah, who who if they don't do it they're not perfect all the time and mm-hmm. i think that's an important indicator as well to be looking at versus the perfect person
2: oh that's a good one yeah vulnerability i love that this topic is just so good i remember when i read it i was like oh i don't even i don't even know what what am i going to talk about but look at us it's Ugh. it's big it's a big industry so yeah
1: Like you said, I think everybody needs a therapist. I think that should be your first step. (laughs) That should be the title of this podcast. (laughs) Yes, everybody needs one. We all need help. Nobody's perfect. And gosh, life would be so boring if we were all perfect and doing the same things. And the flaws is what makes life beautiful in my eyes. If you don't have a struggle, the success doesn't feel
0: as good, you know, um, mm, but that's absolutely true. It makes the success that much sweeter. But get agree. get a therapist and a mentor.
2: <laughs> yeah, you can have both for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely agreed.
2: Agreed. So I think we pretty much hit the nail on the head. I think to end the podcast, we can just shout out Alina again for coming on as a co-host hey it's, hey hey! this dynamic is absolutely amazing I i'm agree. loving it
1: so I where agree. can
2: the beauties find you
1: alina yeah you know i'm not super active on social media i do pop on instagram um at true skin lab
2: so you can find me there and of course as always i mentioned our Instagram is at fearlessbeauties. fearlessbeauties.com. We have our ambassadors, our fearless beauties book, our online certification. You can find Mary at your Etsy godmother. You can find me at Taylor Budgets. Yeah, I mean, we're just let's connect, women entrepreneurs. Yes, that's right. We're doing it. We love, we love it. it. So yeah, awesome. Thank you, Taylor. All right, fearless beauties. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys in the next podcast. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Fearless Beauties, a show dedicated to elevating voices of color in the beauty industry. I'm your host, Mary Nielsen.
2: And I'm your other host, Taylor Phillip. Until next time, keep educating yourself. Remember to stay open and be fearless in the pursuit of creating a better, more inclusive world.
0: If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Special thanks to my co-host Taylor and our producers at Quill, Inc.